I'm Ed Pierce, and I don't care about sports. But my two co-hosts love them, and every week they try to convince me to care just a little bit. From Epic Gear Studios, this is Two on One. And here are my two sports adoring co-hosts. Uh, first up, Vinny Conway. Hello, Vinny. Hello, sir. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Vinny's uh, once again broadcasting from uh, a rest stop yeah. on uh, I-80. Yeah, yeah. Well, more like I-25 since I'm out in the desert southwest and I-80 well, like doesn't. like a little go- south of yeah. I-80. I see. Yeah, I-80 goes through Wyoming, doesn't go through Colorado or New Mexico. Oh, okay. And uh, the other voice you heard was that of Kathleen Quinn. Hello, Kathleen. I'm missing you at all. <laughs> missing you. Hello. Are you uh, well, John Wayne? Since you've been Wait. gone. Are you oh, broadcasting baby. from a rest stop anywhere? Or? <laughs> no, okay. I'm not. I'm broadcasting from uh, Scout's house. Oh, uh, excellent. Also known as the place where I pay a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. And she freeloads. <laughs> yes, yes, as all pets do. <laughs> yes, indeed. So yep. today, how are you guys doing? Like, uh, what's, w- like six? Like, how long has it been? Ten years? Uh, something Is like that. Okay, I think so. Check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all today, right. today is what June twenty fifth. Yes. Uh, I think our last show was uh, in May or April or March or something so like that. So wrong. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, someone actually called and gave me a hard time. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I really? know. No. Seriously, and it, and it was not our super fan Eric. <laughs> really, there's a stealth fan out there who um, stealth fan. He listens. Stealth yeah, fan. never, never hear much about it, but boy, I got an earful about what is going on, and I think you're laying down on the job. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Wow! Put the yeah. kibosh on it. I see. All yeah. right. Well. All right. Well, hopefully this Give will the make. Give people what they. Want. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Absolutely. Now, as you as you guys know, you each, uh, you each tell me something about sports in an effort to get me to care, um, because I'm pretty sports. Uh, uh, what would you say? That's agnostic. Deficient. That's not quite right. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Deficient. Sure. Like <laughs> like vitamins. Ignorant. And uh, yes. And. Um, apathetic. And so apathetic. Yes. Apathetic. And so you try to erase some of that apathy. Uh, through interesting tidbits and then I declare a winner and and award a prize and this week we have a wonderful prize sent to us by uh, one of our super fans Uh, it is a it just I just received it in the mail yesterday it is a a valuable prize coming straight from Singapore oh wow it is a um, I'm trying to find a description on it it's a working compass Really? No, yes, and who doesn't who doesn't need that? I'll I'll post a picture on the website uh, oh, yeah. so you guys can see. But it's very nice, and like I said, it's uh, awesome. it's from it's from a foreign land. <laughs> Why? Are because you Singapore Singapore is known for its its compass making. Oh, here I here I thought it was like some like tailor made compass from Singapore, like some like. Uh huh. Fascinating Sorry. one. So, in eh. fact, I think just now I was opening it up. I think I broke it a little bit. Oh well. 
Well, then I don't want it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so uh, let's start off. Now you know what you're playing for. Let's start off with Vinny Conway. Vinny, uh, what what can you tell me to convince me to not be apathetic about sports this week? There has been a lot of stuff going on since we talked. A lot of lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff. Atop of the epic collapse by the Toronto Maple Leafs in the NHL playoffs to the epic collapse of the Stan, San Antonio Spurs in Game 6 of the NBA Finals to the other Oof, epic collapse yeah. by the Boston Bruins last night um, uh, yes. against the Chicago Blackhawks. But I'm just going to cut to the chase. I'm just going to cut to the chase because there's so much to talk about. But there's one thing that's going on. Actually, actually it might actually end today. It's on. It's, it's being broadcast right now as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, is the College World Series. And I have, I brought this up to you guys in April. It's something that I've always enjoyed just as a sports fan um, was the College World Series. I've seen it. I've actually been to Omaha and, and seen it face to, uh, in live in person. And face to live in person. Yes. Right. Yeah, face to, I mean, well, we had good seats that were actually face to face to the manager. Oh, well, there you because, go. We got at the time when I went, we were four rows up in the dugout at the old Rosenblatt Stadium. It was awesome. It was awesome. But anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, no. But to, 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 well, what I was going to say is the College World Series is going on right now, and it's been going on all week. It's college baseball. What makes it so unique and what makes it so good, fun to watch is number one. A lot of college kids are using these. Um, the, the pros right now are starting to scout the college game a lot more than they did about 25, 30 years ago. So you're seeing a lot more kids who are either majorly ready, very close to majorly ready, and these are going to be the stars for tomorrow. You're getting more and more scouts that are coming through there to. Um, you know, find the next uh, Robinson Cano or the next, uh, you know, uh, the next superstar. And or should I say Matt Harvey? Because Matt Harvey has been an absolute, you know, unhittable this year for the Mets. But the point being is this year, has, and there's so much parity in college baseball. You're getting teams like last year, Stony Brook College. Stony Brook College from Stony Brook, New York on Long Island made it to the College World Series. A team from up New York State in college baseball was one of the top eight teams in the in finishing in, in the in the in the country. This, um, Kent State last year from the MAC. This year it's was teams like Mississippi State, teams like UCLA, um, and Indiana, a Big Ten school. Mm-hmm. Indiana became the first Big Ten school since nineteen eighty four when Michigan went to Omaha to play. And it's true baseball. I mean, these kids, you know, when you, know, when you see baseball, you see these guys and they're throwing at people's heads and they try and one-up the next guy uh, and they admire their home runs. You don't get that in college baseball. They're there to win. They're there to play ball, get the championship. If they hit, if they hit you, it's because the ball got away from the pitcher. It's not on purpose. You don't see kids standing there admiring their home runs. They, get a, they hit the ball. Boom, it's out of there. They're getting ready for the next at-bat. They've made so many changes to the college game with the aluminum bat where it's, it's a lot smaller. So the games aren't like 25, 21 anymore. These six-hour games that went forever that, that, that destroyed the game. Now you're getting the three-to-two pitches, the three-to-two, two-to-one, two-nothing, one-nothing games. Wait, so they can, use a, and a, they can use aluminum bats in the college game? Yeah, yeah. college games, aluminum bats for, for uh, ever since, uh, for years, ever since yeah, the yeah. beginning of time or whenever they started playing. <laughs> but, um, 
Now, why is that? What? Why? Why is that? You know, I really don't know. I really don't know why they went to aluminum bats. Um, that was probably another reason why a lot of major league scouts were very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They were very. They they wouldn't go after. Mm-hmm. They were very. Um, I can't yeah, think dismissive. of dismissive. They weren't very dismissive. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going. I'm scouting the college game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the, the the science of hitting was so mm-hmm. difficult. Mm-hmm. And it was, and you see a kid that hits like 40 homers in 60 games, and then he goes to the pros and he can't hit this broadside of a bar. Mm-hmm. And now they made so many adjustments to the game that pitchers are adjusting to to the uh, pitchers are adju- pitchers are a lot more dominating, and they're adjusting more to major league hitters and hitters that are, did so well in college don't have that huge gap in adjusting to the the pro game when they get to the minors. And it's just, it's just, and, and, and if you've ever experienced it, uh, Kathleen and Ed, it's just, it's, it's, it's nothing like, I'm, I'm serious. It's nothing like you've ever experienced. It's, it's one of the top 10 sport, sport experiences I would recommend to just to see in person, the new ballpark, um, and the passion that the, that these schools, these schools just bring, especially Louisiana state, they bring oh, yeah. the whole, whole gang there. They, I mean, people in, in, in Baton Rouge, at the beginning of the year, they've already made like reservations to go to Omaha and buy tickets. They've already made a reservation and bought their plane tickets to Omaha uh, before Louisiana State even plays a baseball game, because that's how much they follow their baseball team. Yeah, they're hmm. perennial. Hmm. Yeah, and they're very—they're right. They're perennial uh, contenders, and it's just—and and the parity. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, like this game right now, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Um, as good of a program that they are, is playing for their first ever title ever in the history of the school. Hmm. UCLA has has always been a team that has been very good in baseball, especially in the 60s and 60s, but they've never won a title in baseball. Mm-hmm. South Carolina won two straight College World Series in 2010 and 2011, and they had never won a... Uh, was it 2010? Yeah, 2010. Yeah, because 2010 was the final year of Rosenblatt. They'd never won a title ever in the history of their school in any sport. And they won one in Omaha two years in a row. And it, again, it's like nothing you've ever seen. It's true. Baseball, these kids play to win. They don't try to one-up everybody. And these are the kids that you're going to see playing in the majors. I'll give you a quick example. Garrett Cole. He pitched for UCLA a couple of, I think it was two years ago, when, um, when uh, South Carolina won their first championship. Uh, they beat UCLA. It was a best of, it's a best of three, so it's, instead of a one, one and done, it's a best of three. got to win two games. Uh-huh. And, um, and South Carolina played UCLA, and there was a guy by the name of Garrett Cole that was the number one pitcher for UCLA. He got signed by the Yankees, drafted by the Yankees out of high school. He didn't sign with the Yankees, so he went to UCLA was a stud, 1.1 ERA, and make, and now he is the top prospect in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization, and he made his first major league start a couple weeks ago through seven innings of no uh, three-hit baseball, no runs, ha- picked up right where he left off when he was in college. Of course, hmm. as a Yankees fan, I was a little bitter watching it, but the point being, but that's, that's beside <laughs> the point. These are the kind of guys you see come up through the ranks, and, and it makes it even better. The game, it, that whole week, you get a game on at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So you can put on ESPN3, boom, or ESPN. So you watch a ball game while you're, while you're, doing, while you're, uh, while you're at work, which I didn't do. 
was going to say, but, you've got a new job. You better not pull that kind of stuff. Well, I was watching it to see how they did their broadcast and see oh, what well, kind of, of tricks yes. so I could maybe, you oh, know, absolutely. incorporate yeah. that in the broadcast. It's all We're research. Doing- yes, yes. We're talking <laughs> research, people. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, I, that's why I told everybody. And actually, we got an idea from there, but that, that, that's that's a, that's a, a story for another day. But the uh, but the point being is that whole week is just Omaha is just so buzzing. It's just such a great town. They embrace the College World Series. They treat these kids like royalty, and it's just so much fun to see them play, and the passion that Omaha has for the game. The fans have for their play for the teams, and sometimes you get schools in there that, like, for example, South Carolina and Mississippi State now, who've never won a championship ever in the history of their school, and then they have a chance to win it there. Hmm. And and again, and to add the fact, uh, and it's always in mid June, you know, where yeah, the NBA Finals is usually well. By now, the Stanley Cup was supposed to be over, but because of that lockout. We would have the Stanley Cup. Excuse me. We would have had the NBA Finals and the College World Series all bunched up together. And uh, and it's always it's always in Omaha. It's been in Omaha for years. The first College World Series was in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and it's been in Omaha since the fifties. I want to say. Don't quote me on that, but it's been in Omaha a long time. I think that fifties is when it got moved to Omaha. And what's the name of the stadium? <laughs> it's called TD Ameritrade Park. Oh, okay. All no, right. but it used to be called Rosenblatt Stadium. There you go. Oh, and and they moved into the they moved into the new TD Ameritrade Park, a new state of the art ballpark. They just moved into that in 2010. Uh, well, who's and who's who's Rosenblatt? Who's who's this, Mr. Rosenblatt? Johnny Johnny Rosenblatt was, the, I think, the gentleman that brought the College World Series to Omaha, and they named the stadium after. Oh, him. well, that okay. And, um, Makes sense. Yes, I know it's Omaha, but think about it. Geographically speaking, it's no, probably, it's, the, yeah. it's, probably the, 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 it's, it's the wisest choice you can make. It's it's literally in the center of the country, yeah. you know. And, now, aren't, no, I think it's a, a fine geographical choice. Um, it, it, but now, aren't all of these schools uh, already out for for the summer? Aren't they already done? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So if uh, so, okay, now here's a technical question then. <laughs> sure, fire away. All right. So I assume many of the players on these teams are seniors, but won't won't they have just graduated? So technically, are they yes. eligible to play? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, because they they've already done their. I mean, because the season would always end about mid June, but then they added they, they expanded the tournament to sixty four teams, like they because they wanted it to resemble the the the, the, the basketball tournament. And, um, and what they did was they and they expanded like the they went from a they, they they go to like the regionals and they go to the super regionals then they have the college world series yeah. and the super regionals are best of three the they, they have sixteen teams best of three and what and they used to like end at the beginning of June now it got you know pushed back to like late June but these kids they take their finals in May and even if they've already graduated they've um, I, they even if they've already graduated, they still do that. They still ha- they still are eligible to play. They've already graduated, and most of them, by the time the uh, 
College World Series is in full swing, most of them are already drafted because the amateur draft is usually falls at yeah. the time of the of the College World Series. And the amateur draft was last week in baseball, so a lot of these kids were already were drafted by Major League Baseball teams. See, I'm going to need to see some uh, the pertinent rules of the NCAA rule book. Uh, well, but you know, <laughs> to, to argue it the other way, please do. Um, <laughs> in college football. There are a lot of right. schools that begin um, that that have football. The football season start uh, before classes start. Right. So then it's sort of like saying, well, an incoming freshman wouldn't be able to play. Well, no, they they are because they've they've moved into the program. They're on campus. Right, right. They're on campus. Yeah. I mean, they've they've already accepted. I mean, just because classes haven't started. They're already on campus, but but kids who have graduated have graduated. Uh, yes, but the 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 sport that they participate in has not finished. Right. Well, I get an example is football. Well, well, another example for football. What take the kids that graduate in December, and they still play in the in the in the bowl game. Right. If the team plays in the bowl, look, I've got I've got nothing against these kids. I'm sure they're fine. It's just the it whole thing is a sham. Personal to me, it's, it's a sham. The whole thing is a sham. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I know you think it's a sham, but you need to give it a chance because they're the games. The games that I've been a lot quicker. They're they're about major league length right now, and it's true baseball. Let me uh, let me throw one other thought in here with uh, softball, college softball, the, the college World Series uh, is always held right. in Oklahoma City. And see, that's right. I, I was actually there pretty recently. And uh, to see those yeah. teams sort of roll into town and, you know, you know as you said, Vinny, there's there's great deal of excitement uh, with not just the tournament, but the fact that um, there's a lot of buzz. A lot of people come from all over. And this year, the Oklahoma Sooners won the title game. So hmm. so here's, a, here's a, a university that is 30 minutes away in Norman playing in Oklahoma City at a time right. when uh, parts of Oklahoma City yeah. were devastated, yeah. wiped right. out by these tornadoes. Uh, so it was really uh, an amazing, it's an amazing story in terms of what that did for the community, the school, um, uh, for people who are just, you know, need something to hang on to. It was, it was really, it was really awesome. Yeah. And even, I, I think in 1991, Creighton, the host school of the College yeah. World Series in baseball, who is in Omaha, mm -hmm. went to the College World Series. And I remember they lost it on a last-second play at the plate in the bottom of the ninth, it oh, was. Kidding. Uh, I do. I, I want to say it was 1990. It was early 90s. Like, don't quote me on that year, but Creighton hasn't been back since. Oh, that's heartbreaking. And uh, and but it is. It is. And and before I sign off, UCLA is up three nothing in game two over Mississippi State in the top of the fourth. Mm. So even if yep. you miss the game, yes. You could go back on ESPN three and watch reruns of it because I've been watching reruns of it because <laughs> <laughs> I love watching these these kids play. All right, thanks, Vinny. And now we'll uh, we'll move over to Kathleen Quinn. Kathleen, how are you? <laughs> I am so good, Ed. Yeah? I have to tell you, it has been so much fun 
to <laughs> not do the show. See the NBA finals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, the Stanley Cup. There, there's been so much that's been fun about this, especially when you consider, first of all, let's look at the Stanley Cup. This is a strike or lockout shortened season. Uh, and, and you knew there was, there was a lot of, um, uh, there was some ill will. You know, when, when Commissioner Gary Bettman stood uh, with the trophy last night on the ice and he was awarding the Stanley Cup to the Blackhawks and the, all the fans are, are booing him. Uh, you know, there's there's obviously there's there's lingering discontent, and from what I've seen, do he, that every he gets year. booed a lot. Yeah, he gets booed a lot. So this was a season that was literally on the brink, and was very nearly uh, canceled entirely. And then you have uh, the Blackhawks put on a record-setting uh, shortened regular season. They're they're head and shoulders above a lot of other teams. And yet, in the playoffs, they definitely struggled. You know, mm-hmm. they, they were down 3-1 to the um, Detroit Red Wings. Not only a bitter rival, uh, but the number eight seed. The Blackhawks were number one. Detroit was just taking it to them to mm. the point that, you know... Chicago thought it had a game one, and uh, they went up by one goal, and with seven seconds left, Detroit came storming back to tie it, and they ended up going to uh, two overtimes before Chicago won. They easily could have lost in the earlier rounds, but they didn't, and... They got down in this series, and yet they managed to pull it out and pull it out in the end. Yeah, it was a really exciting Game Six final last night, and against big, big odds, the Blackhawks won. I mean, look, they came. It was, was it three, three, one, and they came back and scored two goals in 17 seconds are you kidding me yeah Yeah. there are there are teams that have scored goals faster they've actually been goals two goals scored in five seconds but not in a stanley cup final not against two amazing teams like boston and chicago the difference for me yeah okay is the Blackhawks have this ability to to never get worried. They never get stressed. It's like, oh, just keep, keep playing. What was Play that? What'd you say? Good things are going to happen. Uh, well, I've got a question about the 17-second thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, I know you guys will uh, you you'll probably faint when I tell you this. Uh, but I watched the last two periods of the game last night because for some reason NBC decided to air it on actually on NBC. Yes, yes. Um, they had several games on NBC. Yeah. So I was I was able to watch, and uh, you know one thing I liked about I, I will say this um, that that's the longest I've watched a hockey game, and one thing I really liked about it was unlike other sports, a hockey. I think gives you plenty of notice when something's going to happen. Okay, 
So like I was there and I was doing other stuff. I was like reading a magazine and stuff and doing other stuff. And whenever I would hear uh, the announcer, what's his name? Doc Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Whenever he would start to sound more and more excited, then I would look up. And, you know, <laughs> that's when something okay. happened. And then, you know, then I was able to go back to my book or whatever. And, he, you know, and he would just talk about the passing and stuff. And then he'd get excited again and I would look up. So I liked that part. Okay. Um, but I want to, but this thing about the 17 second thing. So yes. when, when a team scores a goal, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the light goes off and they all hug each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now, does the clock stop? Oh, yeah. Yes. The clock does stop. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Because what yeah. do they do? They, they go back to center ice or what do they do? Yeah, yeah, they go back to another face-off. Face off. See, I couldn't tell. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't watching. I couldn't tell what was happening. And so, okay. Yeah. But All they right. also check the goal. They, they, they go to replay and just confirm it. Okay. All right. So the, doing, doing the second goal in 17 seconds, it wasn't like, the other, it wasn't like Boston wasn't ready or anything. It's like, no, okay. no, no. They, they were, um, you know, it was, uh, they, they just got, they, they got caught shorthanded and, mm-hmm. and I don't mean in the official sense of the game it's not like there was a penalty mm-hmm. and one of their guys was out I just mean that they they kind of got swamped down at their down at the uh, down at their own end again and uh, you know and there was sort of a not you know another sort of rush and they just got caught they got so, a little lackadaisical. They were got caught running around their own zone. And and maybe you know who knows, but maybe it was also part of the uh, of a play setup. Like they knew that they needed to. When you're up and you're only up by one, you obviously want to keep the puck down at the other end mm-hmm. of the ice. And maybe they were calling a play or trying to set something up, and it again it just it just got away from them. Mm. I will say this for. For the you know the the penultimate game of the series, right? Mm-hmm. You're in Boston, uh, where fans are absolutely like like any place you're going to play the Stanley Cup. They are rabid, and the <laughs> Bruins are an amazing team. They returned something like 14 players from uh, last year, and they won the cup two years ago. The Blackhawks won four years ago. Bruins won just two years ago. Hmm. So they, there's every reason that people believed they were going to win the Stanley Cup. Um, but for them, for the players to come to center ice and shake the hands of uh, every member of the Blackhawks, yeah. You know, there are teams that don't do that. Look, when Miami, Miami Heat and the Chicago Bulls played, not once did they shake each other's hands. Not before the game, not after the game. Really? They dislike each other that much. As hard as it was for Boston last night, those guys acted like professionals. You don't always see it. And, you know... I'm hmm. sure that, you know, it's going to be a long year that they're going to absolutely remember this, but they, they acted like pros, like the pros that they are. And you don't always see that in sports. And, and it, it was, uh, I thought it was a beautiful and uh, significant gesture. Hey, who was the, uh, in baseball, who was, who was the guy, was it, was it, who was it, Bill Buckner, who let the ball go? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, I, when, I, you know, I was watching the game, and, and when... Uh, you know, when they scored the second goal, um, 
what's his name? Nate Silver, the guy who runs that that yeah. numbers blog on five thirty eight. Yeah, on uh, New York Times. He he tweeted. He just tweeted Bill Buckner. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that's a fair comparison? Uh, oh, I think it's different. I I um I think there's a difference of a hockey puck mm-hmm. coming at you at you know seventy five miles an hour and a um a grounder to first base mm-hmm. that is reasonably routine. Mm-hmm. And for me, Buckner's uh the the between the legs was more routine. Uh Tuka Rask, best name in hockey in my opinion, um, the goalie for the Bruins, yeah, he probably should have had he should have had uh stopped that that yeah. puck. Because the the fact of the matter is that's what you know, that's that's why you get down that those, those sort of that butterfly mm-hmm. move that they make and, and and the pad that they have, that that's why it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you wanna keep that puck in front of you. It's one thing if it goes sort of airborne and into the corners, but I don't necessarily think it's a a one to one comparison. Well I that's, but me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I want to ask you something else, though, because you brought up basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's, it seemed we, we watched a little of that, mm-hmm. the end of that championship. And uh, then they brought out, uh, what's his name? Stern. Uh, yeah. Daniel? Daniel Stern? David? No, David. David Stern. Uh, who, this is his last year, right? He's retiring, right? Yes. And, yes. And he's been commissioner for 40 years? <laughs> no, what, about 30 years, right? Yeah, probably 30. Yeah. And he got booed. Now, what was that all about? Well, there are um, there are people who aren't a David Stern fan because um, he has disallowed some some trades, and he has also levied some fairly heavy fines against um, uh, against some uh, players and uh, coaches, uh, particularly in the last. Um, Let's say last five years. The um, although I, I'm not sure why people in Miami would boo David Stern because yeah. he allowed the 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 big three to play together: Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade. When he did not allow um, Chris Paul to be traded from New Orleans to the Los Angeles Lakers, which is you know a lot of people are like, well, what is that about? So I'm not really sure why the Miami Heat would necessarily boo uh, David Stern uh, unless people just tend to not like commissioners, which is not uncommon. I don't know that Roger Goodell from the NFL would be the most popular person. In fact, I, my recollection is on, on draft day uh, this year, he, he was booed pretty heavily. L- let me add one, yeah. one other thing in about the NBA Finals. Yeah. Classic, classic story of San Antonio Spurs, the, um, uh, the sort of living legends who had won four rings and their big three, Tony Parker, uh, Manu Ginobili and Tim Duncan versus the younger sort of more, uh, upstart, if you will, Miami heat going for their second, uh, ring. The, the, the heat absolutely on the ropes. San Antonio was winning not just by a little. These guys were just they were they were beating the tar out of these uh, out of the Miami Heat <laughs> at a point. But game 
six, the collapse that happened um, with the Spurs, where all of a sudden, you know, the Spurs are up 10, 12, 15 points, and Miami came back and won that game, a game that Miami fans were sure the team was going to lose, and they got up and left oh, the that, arena oh, yeah. and then tried to get yeah. back in. I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that there's something to this thing, big mo, big momentum. And so by the time San Antonio showed up, I actually didn't believe that they would not perform well, but they definitely were off their game for game seven. Still, it was awesome. <laughs> just, like the, just like the Lord Stanley's Cup. Okay. Thanks, Kathleen. Uh, this is a tough one, Be, uh, and I, I want to make a careful decision because this is such a nice prize that was donated to us by uh, our super fan. Uh, you know, and uh, here are the two competing things. You know, I like college sports. I like the idea of college sports more than professional sports. You know, and I like, I like, you know, kids playing for the love of the game and so blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, Duly blah, noted. blah, blah. Okay. Duly noted. Um, and on the other hand, um, I live in Chicago. And <laughs> <laughs> I think this week with the parade coming up in what is it? Three days from now, uh, Friday, Friday, um, I'm. I got to get on the bandwagon, Vinny. Sorry, I've got to go with the Chicago Blackhawks. And Kathleen has won this week's this week's show. <laughs> All those you know, six months of me trying to convince you how awesome hockey is, and you tell me to go jump in the PG-rated version. Go jump in a lake. I don't really care. It's so boring. I don't understand it. I don't get icing, and I don't get shorthanded. He doesn't understand it any better. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. You, you, you just and just to jump on the bandwagon. See, I just uh, it, you see you overnight hockey fans. It's, I do not understand. No, you people wait, not. Wait, you, you just, wait, just jump into the game. What just you didn't. You know, no, just no. I understand. You? You're talking. You're talking about me. I understand. But uh, Vinny, it's more. It's more a function of. It's more a function of I don't want to get jumped, you know, on my way to the train, uh, you know, this week for, for Wait, ruling against. Wait, so it had nothing them. to do with me? Oh no, yeah, you could have, you could have literally said, nothing? you could have said Blackhawks, blah blah blah, and I would have had to vote for you. <laughs> Where is your compass? <laughs> is it north of you? Is it south of you? <laughs> I have yes, that's true. That, mm-hmm. that 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 is the theme of the show. Basically, the, the 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 theme of the show is every week you guys have to try to find my internal compass. That's true. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, well thanks. Just so you know, I can't find your soul right now. <laughs> you what? You won. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but apparently, it had nothing to do with my knowledge. It just had to do with Blackhawk. Ding 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 ding. Exactly. Ding. Exactly. <laughs> exactly and you know and, and and Kathleen I agree I agree it's just it's like oh you're not even it's kind of like you're spitting, me, it's kind of like not not only I'm not a sore loser you're kind of spitting in the face of Kathleen at the same time you know what I mean oh, I know that's oh, what makes it so well, sweet I don't really <laughs> that's that. what makes it sweet because okay I'm, I'm gonna I, I'm I have to refrain from oh, telling a particular story here that I've read oh my goodness so, okay, so forewarning for future shows, uh, warning for future shows is that I will not, I will not automatically side with uh, mentions of Chicago-based teams. Just so you know. All right. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> dude. Everyone is silent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. It was great talking to you again, and I'll we'll talk to you next time. time. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right, I'll hit the button here. Thanks, guys. <laughs> No problem. I ain't missing you at all. Did you get those words in? <laughs>